0: Hello, everybody. Hi, this is Tom with the Red Radio Show. I'd like to welcome you today. Today is Tuesday at 9.01 p.m., and I am here. Now, the thing is, as you probably can tell, I'm a little tired, so hopefully I can stay awake to do my little program, Um, but I wanted to say hello, 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 and... Um well I got some crazy things to tell you about and uh since I last recorded last Tuesday, um there wasn't a whole lot to report about work wise as far as last week goes. Um but uh and then this Friday night, uh Roger and I went to Fort Wayne and we went to go see another concert and uh we went to go to see someone that if I tell you, you're all going to go, ew, God. But I, I guess I wanted to see him one well, at least once. And uh, it's someone that I, I like some of the songs that this person does. and uh, But anyway, I went to go see, or we went to go see, um, B- Barely Emanuel. And uh, so we went to go see him, and he did a lot of his older songs. And uh, so if you like some of his songs, then he did most of his oldies, but goodies. Um, and he came out and I did not, I guess I didn't realize how old he was, but he's like 72 years old and this is his farewell tour, but he had a farewell tour last year. So I was joking with a fellow podcaster who likes him and I said, guess what? He's probably the new share." So every year he's going to say, I'm retired. I'm retired. I'm not going to go on tour. I'm not going to go on tour. And then he goes on tour. So, um, yeah. So I went to Fort Wayne and uh, someone said, you went to Fort Wayne? Sorry. Oh my God. So yes, it's, um, I I don't understand why people get Fort Wayne. Sometimes it's really not good. So anyway, so we went to go see the concert, and we didn't get home until late. But it wasn't as bad when we went to go see Elton John in Grand Rapids, as far as the trip-wise. But um, it went pretty good. And um, well, then uh, Saturday morning, um, Roger and I had to get up early to go to um to see this guy because I'm um, we're getting uh some remodelation of the house done and so uh what happened was we went to go talk to this guy who is going to be doing uh some work for us in the bathrooms we're going to redo the bathrooms and so we went to um finalize the um you know the paperwork go over everything make sure that we both understood what we wanted and so we're remodeling the master bathroom soon. And then we're going to be uh, doing the, the guest bathroom. And then eventually it's probably going to be in the kitchen. So we're going to be basically doing a whole big remodel of everything. And then, um, so that's exciting. So it's going to be lots lots of money. Um, but it's something that I, I'm kind of scared. But I'm kind of also looking forward to uh, seeing the new things. And seeing how it comes out. And it better be good. But I'm also one of these people that... Because um, I, I basically have lived in this house almost uh, 20 years, and I haven't—I mean, I've done some things, but not anything like really major like this is. So it's going to be um, interesting. And I am always joking about Roger because when he moved in, I, I kept kept saying, "Oh, the house is fine, the house is fine, the house is fine." But now he's saying, "Okay, we're going to replace the windows, we're going to replace the doors, we're going to replace the bathroom, we're going to replace the other bathroom, we're going to redo the kitchen." But other than that, I just love your house. So I just think it's, so. I always tease him about that, but it's just a joke. But, um, but anyway, so, uh, so it's something new. Hey, Tappy. Um, I sent you a, uh, text in, um, Facebook and I wanted to, I don't know if you see it. Um, oh, please try closing and reopening your browser window. Why? I don't want to. Um, so anyway. Uh, let's see. Um, cause I, I wanted to Toppy, I wanted to ask you a quick question. Um, so if you could by chance, uh, look at that for me. Um, okay. Okay. So, uh, Toppy, I just left you a question. So if you could look at that and then answer me, please. I'd appreciate it. Um, well, anyway, so what happened was we, we we met through the guy, um, to do the bathrooms. And the funny thing was, as we're sitting there and see all the other times I've gone, um, and, you know, I've been very quiet and, you know, and I joked a little bit with the guy, but most of the time it's just been very, uh, joking. But see, the thing was we got back, um, we got back really late and then we had to get up early in the morning and I'm not a morning person. So I was like, uh. so we went and then. Uh, while we were sitting there and we we're talking about the paperwork and filling everything out and um I I started uh you know, joking with the guy and I was doing some of my impressions and so he just like he goes, Wow, that's really good and, and then Roger's looking at me like, Okay, stop it. We're here to buy a bathroom and uh, so I was just being silly because I was a little snap happy And so when I get snap appy that's what i do i go crazy okay <laughs> so then then after that we decided to go to a, a pl- breakfast because he got me up early so we had to eat breakfast so we go to this uh little diner that's in south and i never had been there before and a, a couple of friends have been there and they go all the time very religiously so we decided to go check that out and uh, so it was it was it was good And so that was fun, and uh, trying new places. And then we had to go to Lowe's, and as soon as I walk in, I had to get all butch. I was like, well, i got to go look at the boat, So we were looking at stuff, and we had to get some keys made, because the people that I'm going to talk about next uh, were starting to arrive today. And what they're doing is they're installing uh, new windows, and new doors, Uh, we're getting the front door changed, and we're getting the uh, door to the garage, and then we're getting all the windows replaced. Uh, So that's what we're doing, and uh, yeah, windows. And uh, so we're getting the windows and the doors, and uh, so we get them replaced. And so what happened was, and then, uh, oh, and also the other big news this weekend was that if you're a Game of Thrones person, uh, Sunday night was the first episode of season six, and so Roger and I were both like, "Yay!" Really happy and excited, and and then did I? I just I mean, hopefully, I'm not going to get emotional about this, but um, see what happened was just before, um, we were going to watch, you know, Game of Thrones because we had a you know a late dinner and we're sitting there, and all of a sudden, Roger had said something about something that was in the freezer. And you're thinking, why would that make you upset? But see, what happened was after after my mom had passed away, that my mom and you know had bought some stuff that was in the the freezer and the refrigerator, and there were some things that Dad and my sister do not like. So they asked me if I would take them. And one of the things was in the, well, two things was this like package of hot dogs, which have been probably frozen for a long time, and the other thing was was this square container, and it was frozen blueberries. Now, the thing is, I love blueberries and well, the thing was that my mom bought them and then she never, you know, she didn't eat them because my dad and my sister didn't like blueberries. So she would just eat them on a gradual period of time. Well, what happened was we were getting stuff out of the freezer to make for dinner. And all of a sudden, Roger made this comment because he did not realize, but he goes, what are we going to do with these blueberries? You know, should we throw them out? And what happened was when I heard him say that, it just like flipped the switch and it, it just reminded me of mom. And all of a sudden I got real upset and I got, I was bawling. I mean, literally bawling. And I was like, and I hadn't cried like that for my mom, you know, since it just happened. So it was, it was just, I, w- I was just, and I don't know what happened, but I was just really raw and it was really rough And, you know, and then, you know, we, we finished eating and then, you know, I was feeling better, but it was just like really, uh, you know, a rough moment. And then at first, you know, he didn't understand what was going on. And then I told him and he goes, he goes, oh, and then, you know, again, as usual, he was really, really great, you know, for that and for me. And, uh, so it was just really, uh, it was just really sad. And, uh, so, Anyway, so I was just um, oh, uh, Amib just said that your Butch voice is slightly unintelligible. Okay, thank you. Um, so it, it I, and, and it had been a while since I really you know because of course I think about my mom all the time and it's just like really amazing how much I do and I miss her and it, it's and then I don't know it was just like that you know I think part of it was because I we got back from the show late and. you know, I I think for the last few days, I really have not been sleeping that well. Then like in the middle of the night, I'd wake up once. And then when I try to go back to sleep, my brain is like, "Ah, and it's just been really rough to, um, to do that. So Sunday night, um, you know, we watched Game of Thrones and it was amazing. Very good episode. And it's a good start to the new season. And, you know, and some things that happen, were like, whoa, you know, because normally with that show, they normally tend to be, very slow and patient, and very gradual with stuff. And then, then they they love to do like the little cliffhangers. They love to throw things. And there was a lot of little things in the episode that were like, "Wow, you know." So it was really kind of interesting to to watch. And so I'm anxious to see what the next nine episodes will be. And then what happened was I, because what happened, I had a a job to do on Monday for work, and I had to get up. I had to go to bed, and I had to um get up early and so as soon as game of thrones was over it was like 10 30 and normally i go to bed late on sunday which i never should do but i i normally do but i was like okay and roger was the one see it was like opposite night so i decided to go to bed early and he decided he wasn't tired so he was going to stay up a little bit and so i said well i'm going to bed and i read a little bit and then i put and if you really want to fall asleep I don't. I can't remember the name of the guy's name, but he's the host of uh, Inside the Actor Studio. Well, he wrote this book about his life and the show, and and the, you know the acting studio that he's part of. And I, I love the show. I think he's a great guy. I love the questions. I love the in depth interview. Um, the the interview, the investigation that he does to find out about these people that he interviews is really good. But reading this book, I can read, like, maybe a chapter, and I'm like... Ah, blah, blah. So if you have trouble sleeping, I think it's James Lipton or something like that, go get his book. And you probably can find it in the discount bin. You probably can get it for a penny on Amazon. But if you need trouble sleeping, uh, get that book, and it'll work like a charm. Okay? <laughs> so, um, yeah, James Lip- Lipton, I think. um oxen. Okay. And so... Anyway, um, Toppy just said, it's okay, Tom. A lot of unspecting things become triggers for an emotional response and totally and completely normal. Thank you. Uh, and I don't know who the MIB is, but uh, they said, anytime, love you, Ramble. And what Toppy said, yes. So, um, so anyway, so it was just, so between, you know, seeing the show and then Saturday was doing all the run around. And then Sunday was... You know, watching the show, and then I went to bed, and then I had to get up early in the morning because what I had to do is I had to go to a U-Haul place to rent a cargo van because my SUV is is it can load a lot of boxes and stuff, but it, it wouldn't be able to load all the boxes that I need to pick up that day. So I had to go rent one, and so I got up and I went to the U-Haul place and I got the lovely vehicle, and uh, and everything went fine with that, and I went to my account and you know and it was very very warm in that building it was like 77 degrees that day and they had like it felt like they had no air conditioning whatsoever so and then of course i'm moving all these boxes and i'm going back and forth to the vehicle and it's really warm and i'm like sweating like a pig and if you looked at my apple watch and saw the activity for that day you would see all these spikes and you know from 8 a.m all the way until the end of the day and so then at the end of the day. I decided to um, I decided to bring some of the boxes back to the house because there was no way I could put all the boxes that I had in the back of the vehicle into my vehicle. So I decided to go home first, and I unloaded, I threw everything in the garage, and then I just took off because I needed to return the vehicle by 4 o'clock. So I'm doing that, and all of a sudden I, I get there, and I don't, if you don't know, if you've never rented a car before or a vehicle, what you have to do is you have to go drop off the vehicle. Then normally someone comes out and they get the mileage and they check to make sure there's no damage. And then uh, they give you your final bill and you're out the door. Well, when I pulled into the parking lot, I decided to go ahead and, because I had my GPS, I had this little cooler thing. I had my phones and everything. I thought, well, I'll go put them in my vehicle real quick. So I'm walking over to my vehicle and I I didn't notice it at first. And, you know, I was just like because I was exhausted just mentally, emotionally, you know, physically. I was just absolutely exhausted. I just wanted and I was so anxious to get out of there and go home. And I wanted to go through all the boxes that I had to go through and I wanted to clean out the garage. And then I wanted to go take a shower. And then I just wanted to, to relax because it was a very stressful, very long day. And then all of a sudden I'm, I'm walking to my vehicle and these three African-American gentlemen who are standing in the parking lot of the shoe hall says, hey, is that your vehicle? And I said, yeah. And he goes, well, we just saw the car that hit your car uh, pull out of here and they just left. And I said, what? And he goes, yeah, they hit your car and they just drove off and it was a green uh, Buick LeSabre and we got the license plate. And I'm like, wow. So then I go, then I look at the car. And if you go to my Facebook page, you can see the picture from yesterday and you can see the damage to the vehicle. So I'm like oodles and oodles of happiness right there. And uh, so then what I do is I get my phone out and I got the information and I, I got the name of the gentleman that, you know, that gave me his name and his number so that I could, you know, give it to the police and then I called the police department and asked them if they could send somebody out. And they did. And it took like 20 minutes. And I'm already hot and tired and just just want to leave. But I had to wait. And then this female police officer shows up. And she's taking all the information. And then she goes in. And see, there's two video cameras on the front of the store. And over on the, if you stand in the middle, it'd be over on the left-hand side. And, uh, the, the guys that I had talked to said, oh, you, you might want to, it's probably on the video there. And I'm like, okay, thank you. And, uh, so I get the information. I got the contact name. I got the phone number. Um, the police officer comes in, gives the information They go in, they talk to the, the manager and then she comes back out and then she runs the plate that I gave her for this person. And, and then she, she says, yeah, I did. It did match the plate so they got the plate right so i'm thankful that they did that because the thing is that if the gentleman didn't stay then in no way i could have probably Well, if they had the video maybe they probably had the license plate but um but i was just like you know freaking out so then she comes back and she said well we have the information the the plate did match that that car and so um and she gave me to me this form and it says here's your police report and then you need to come pick it up in the morning and then we can get the ball rolling as far as what's going to happen next. So then I contact my insurance company and they said, well, you need to get an estimate. And uh, and they said, well, what we'll do is we will bill that person's insurance if they have insurance. If they don't have insurance, then it will be um, you won't have to pay anything either way. If we're going to bill them or we're going to bill it if they don't have insurance. So I'm like, OK, good. So then I get up this morning and, uh, and so I got up and I went, um, and also there was something that was missing from work wise that I, I couldn't find. And I was freaking out and I thought maybe I'd left it in the vehicle. Um, so I went to the back to the U-Haul place and I was trying to find it. I couldn't find it. And then the next day I know, I'm talking to the guy and he goes, I just want you to know that, um, I played the video for the for police officer and it clearly shows the person hitting your vehicle with their car and them driving off. I'm like, okay, well then that's good because they got the information. They know who the person is. They know the car. They have the license plate. This should be a no brainer and we should get, um, uh, you know, this should be, uh, done. So, um, oh, by the way, Toppy says, wow, if Tom had to rent a big truck, he must've made an amazing sale. Eh, Normally it's a lot bigger, but this year it was like $600. So it wasn't as much as I told. So um, so then I go and I can't find the thing that I was looking for. So I, I go ahead and leave. And then I go to the police department to get the police report. And you know, and the other thing, folks, is when you go to the South the South Bend Police Department, you have to pay $8 to get a copy of an accident report or a police report. And then I get that. And then what happened is I look at the form And There's a page with my information. It has my name, my address, my phone number. It has my license plate. It has my insurance company. It has all the information. I go to the the person that hit me and they don't have any name, no address. They do have the license plate and they have the VIN number, but that's it. They had no information whatsoever. So I go back in and I said, "Well, this is not going to do me any good because I need the information, I need the name, and I need the policy number for the insurance company, so I can have it being billed to, um, to the um, um, um to that person." And they said, "Well, what you can do is you can call the hit and run person, and they can investigate it." Or you could possibly talk with the police officer that was should have put that on the report and didn't. Because she told me when uh, she ran the plate, she had the name, she had the address. It did match the vehicle. And, uh, you know, and all that. So then, I, oh, I forgot to add that on Monday on the way home. Now, th- th- see, this is this is the kind of look that I have lately, folks. So, so what happens is I'm on the way home, and my insurance company has told me, to get an estimate on the vehicle. Well, there's a place that's not far from my house that I had went to before. And I I got over there and I'm almost, I'm like not even a half a mile away. And I go up to this intersection and I'm making a right-hand turn and there's two straight lanes and there's one left lane. And this vehicle that was in the right straight lane all of a sudden thinks that it's okay to just cut me off. and, uh, And so if I had been like another few feet They would have hit me on the driver's side, but I hit on the horn and then they stopped. And I was like, great. I almost get it in an accident trying to get to the, to get the estimate on the vehicle. And so I thought, well, I'm going to have to make an appointment. You know, I'm not, they're not going to be able to do that right away. But the guy goes, Hey, I can get you in. So they put me in the, into this bay. They look at it. He goes, Oh, and it's the, the passenger, the door behind the passenger seat. The second passenger seat so the door is all scraped up and uh he go he puts it in and he goes oh it's going to take three days to fix um it's going to be sixteen hundred dollars and so he gives me a copy of the quote and i'm like great so then uh, it's too late to call the insurance company it's too late to drop it off and all this stuff so then i go get the police report there's no information Um, So they said, well, you need to talk to this lieutenant and they can help you. So I call and left a message, but the guy didn't call me back after a couple hours because I ended up taking the day off today. Um, And so I called back and I got him on the phone and he says, well, we know who the person is. We have the name. I'm trying to find a phone number and uh, we're going to try to get the guy to come in and uh, talk with him and see if he'd be willing to confess to what he did and bring the car in so we can look at it to see if there's any damage to his vehicle that matches what happened to you. And And then I told him about the video, and he goes, well, we'll check about that later. But 99% of the time, people who come in are going to be honest about what happened. And I said, oh, Okay, they're going to be honest, but they're the people who hit and run my vehicle and left. So, yeah, that sounds like a really integred, a person full of integrity. So, so I'm like, okay. So, anyway. So, okay, let's see. Toppy said, if we ever find the co-produced miniature car, I will swear I will F them up big time. So, there, I trust I made myself click. Uh, and uh, SW says won't they get fined for a hit and run? And and uh, so, so anyway, so the guy the the lieutenant said they'd call me back today, and I'm waiting and waiting and waiting. I didn't hear anything, so nothing is being done. And then the the lieutenant asked me, "Well, do you?" I, I said, "Are they going to get uh, a ticket, or they're going to?" Uh, trouble for, you know, hit and run. And they said, well, that's up to you. That's because you're the victim here. It's up to you about what you want to do. And he says, you know what you want to do. And I said, well, I I feel that, number one, they they hit my vehicle and they left. And if that hadn't been the honest gentleman who stayed to give me the information, uh, I you know, if the video hadn't worked out, I, I said I'd have no way of knowing. And now that I do, I feel that, and I want, I'd like the people in the chat room, if you'd like to, give me your two cents. Do you think I should have the charges filed against the person? Um, yes or no. And they said the guy has no history of uh, being arrested or anything like that. He had no traffic violations. He's not in the system, as they say. And uh, and I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. So, um, and then Toppy said, R, fine. Toppy, Tom just made me sound like a violent psychopath yes okay uh so um well toppy did write big letters in bold so i kind of made you sound badder than you were uh but anyway so i know you're a good friend toppy okay um uh, sw said you can request a copy of the video from the company if they say no i get a lawyer sue the fuck out of them um, and Topi says always follow charges because he might do it again to somebody else. Very true, Toppy. So, um, so, and the thing is, they actually said that if, um, if this, this is actually like a, a, a felony, I guess, by doing a hit and run. And, uh, you know, and so I, I'm like, book him, Daniel. So, uh, so I'm waiting to hear from that. But the thing is that the insurance, the, the, the place that did the Estimate said, well, if you can get the vehicle in on Wednesday, then we could, you know, get it worked on Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, and then be done Friday. Um, but if we are not able to do that, then we're going to have to wait till next week. So, and then I have a rental car that I can get for through my insurance, and then my insurance is probably going to go through the roof, um, even though it's not my fault. And all the incidents that have happened have not been my fault, but I'm probably going to get fucked over in the insurance. So, um, anyway. And uh, oh, S.W. said, "If he hasn't done this before, no, he has not done anything like this before, as far as you know, and is in the record." Because the police officer said that he his record was clean, he was good, and all that stuff. So, um, so we'll see. But I'm, I'm like. Try not to get upset about this, but um, but it's just that I, here I am, the victim of this. I'm the one who got hit. I'm the one, the person left behind. I'm the one, luckily, because the guy gave me the information, I provided the information on the person, and I have to pay $8 to get a copy of the report that I have to give to my insurance with no fucking information. And if I don't get the information about this guy, then I have to pay, it will go through my insurance, and I will have to pay deductible and all that. So it's just really fucking annoying that I have to go through all this shit so um and so I had to take the day off because I had to do all this running around and I didn't know how long it was going to take and partly I wanted to take the day off because I was pretty pooped from the day before and I was really worried about my back because it was kind of aching so I thought well I'll, I'll give myself a break and so I just took a personal day and took the day off well then the other fun thing uh was that this morning uh see like I said we're getting the wenders put in uh that the the gentleman from the company that we decided to go with shows up and so since I had the day off um you know I could be there for the first day as they start to demolish my house or our house <laughs> see I have to correct myself because Roger lives here now so it's our house it's not my house it's our house so um so what happened was the guy shows up and he goes, Well, and see, they told Roger one thing, and then they tell me another thing. They were going to start in the back of the house. That's what they told Roger. And then the next day, you know, they're working on the front of the house. So I have this lovely picture. Um, cause see, in my living room, I have like this, um, uh, I don't know what they call it. It's like a half of a circle or like an oval kind of thing. And it's the picturesque window up on the top. And then there's two windows that face the streets. And then there's another two windows that face the front yard and then the door and then the patio door. And then there's two other windows that are in the, the bedrooms. And uh, so what happened was since I had to go to um, back to the U-Haul place and I had to go to the South Bend Police Department, I just told the guy, I said, so I'm going to be gone for a little bit, but if you need me for anything, I you know I gave my cell phone and then of course they had Rogers number and uh, and I said so just you know take your time uh, we locked the kitty cats down in the basement and because uh, we didn't want them because we figured if they're tearing out windows they're probably going to try to escape and we don't want that to happen because that would make me even more crazy and upset than I already am so I decided to do all my running around and and normally whenever I take the day off and it's during the week what I do and I'm home um, I liked. You know, As I told you, I went, did all that stuff, but when I got back, I was really hungry for something to eat, so I went to Panera Bread, and I always go to Panera Bread, and they have these little egg souffles, and they're very expensive, but they're very good, so I, I, I decided to treat myself, and I got me um, some of those, and then I... Then I went to Target. I had to do my Target shopping. And by the way, since we're talking about Target for just a moment, or Target, as they say, with the one percenters as they go to Target, because, you know, it sounds more pristine than than like Bloomingdale's or you know whatever. So you have to say it's fancy, so it's Target, Target. So I I was walking around Target and I was like doing some retail therapy, and I really wasn't planning on buying anything, I was just looking at crap, and and the next thing you know, I bought a couple movies, and a couple video games, that'll probably just sit on the shelf, and, and not be used, but they're all in clearance, so I saved big bucks to buy things that I probably will not watch, <laughs> that makes no sense, but anyway, so I did that, and then I went back home, and I, I pull up into the um, front of the house, And that oval window and the other two windows are completely gone. And so, and then they had to take the blinds down and see the thing folks, I guess I'm, I guess, and I think this is part of the problem is that see years ago when I had this one neighbor that lived right next to me to the left of my house, um, I used to have the windows open all the time. I would have the blinds open. I would have the patio door open and have the screen door there. And I would be, you know, enjoying this lovely, you know, spring weather and the summer and the fresh air could go through the house. And I used to love doing that. But every now and then when I'd look, I'd look over and the guy would be sitting in his, like one of his rooms there. And he'd be like staring at, toward the house. And then all of a sudden I was like talking to a couple of the neighbors and they said, Oh, well, blah, blah, blah said that he saw that you had these people over. And the one day you had like a, a Penske truck and and, and, and he was like telling all this stuff about me and the people like, see, I used to have homo movie night and I'd have all my friends over and they would park all in front of the house and on the side of the one street. And, and he goes, oh yeah, so you had a party, you had a bunch of people over and it was just kind of creepy. And so, it and then like one time, you know, we, I used to have a hot tub that was out in the deck and I would go out there and it's like, and then one time I had like a summer a picnic, and I had the friends over, and we we're barbecuing, and when, in the morning, when, uh, you know, I looked over, and the window was shut, and the minute people started arriving arrive, all of a sudden, the window was open, and it's, you know, like, they were eavesdropping, and, and it was just, it just gave me the creeps, and, uh, so, and now Roger probably thinks I'm a cycle crazy person, because I close all the blinds, I don't open the windows, I don't, you know, that. Screen door never gets open. There's a piece of wood that blocks the door from even getting open. Yes, I had a hot tub topic. Um, so... Crone uh, oh, says, I don't think it's worth the court time you'll be spending if you press charges. Um, Mib says, you've come so far, Ramble. There was a time you might have given in and been depressed. Okay. Uh, okay. Um... Oh, oh my God. Apparently, Tom's place was not quite the place. No, toppy, it really isn't. But um, but anyway, so I used to, you know, I had the hot tub and stuff like that. So anyway, it just kind of now I, I like the blinds closed. Like sometimes Roger will open up the blinds and I'm like, why do you have the blinds open? And I go and I close them. <laughs> so it, it, I don't know. And then he's like, well, once these windows get done and we're going to be open the windows and we're going to, you know, blah, blah, blah. And we're going to do this and this and this and all this stuff. So it was just really weird seeing the front of my house with these windows out. And you know, and it was really a cool day today. It was like in the forties this morning and it maybe got to fifty. I don't even think it got that high. But it was like freezing in the house. It um it was like sixty eight degrees in the house and I was like <sighs> So it was just and I was and then they're tearing out the windows and then they tried to put the little oval window and it wasn't fitting right and it goes, Oh, we're gonna have to take the bricks on the side of the window and we're gonna have to put the window in and then put the bricks back and and I'm like, what? And I was like, Ugh. so I was getting all stressed out. I've already stressed out about the vehicle, dealing with insurance and doing all this crap. And then, then here they are tearing my house apart. And I'm like freaking out because, you know, I don't know what they do. I don't know how they do it. I don't, you know, and I'm just seeing, and they got shit everywhere. They got the door on the side of the house. They got the garage door open and tons of boxes and they got crap all over the place. And and uh, and then they moved my furniture in the living room so i get access to the windows and they moved everything in the center and it's like craziness and i had to take all the pictures off the walls because they're going to be pounding and they wanted to make sure that none of them got broken so i had to take everything i i felt, and then i i just had to do all this stuff last night and i was like already tired and grumpy and whatever and i was like ah. So I was just freaking out a little bit. And I know when it's done and everything's great, it'll be wonderful and marvelous. And you know, after and I've been the same way with the bathroom. You know, I've lived in this house like I said almost 20 years, and it just kind of freaks me out that it's gonna happen. But I know it's a good thing, but I don't want to be here and see it when it's in the middle of this construction. So I told Roger, I said, I'm probably gonna go out of town that week whenever you're doing this with the bathroom, and I'll take pictures before, and then I will leave, and then you can text me with updates but i don't want to see anything and i just want to see the big reveal it will be like one of those reality shows when they do the remodel and i'll be blindfolded and, and then roger will take me in and then i'll look at it and go oh my god and i'll go what the hell i didn't want that that's gross and no i won't but because uh, i had to get i did get to pick what we're doing so i know what it looks hopefully it's gonna look like it's gonna be good And then they won't knock a wall out that they shouldn't, and the house will collapse, and the roof will cave in, and then the cats will be in the basement, they'll be buried in a pile of rubble, and I won't be able to take a shower anymore. (sighs) See? And see, that's what a worry ward does. See, that's, and Roger said, when you worry, it's a waste of a creative mind. Well, I can easily go from one point. See, I could take something simple and easy and turn it into the biggest disaster in the world. So, um, and he goes, he goes, and then every now and then Roger will say, wow, you got that from that? I, what? Are you crazy? So I, of course, as I'm telling you this story, I can't give you an example, but, um, but of course, you know, like, well, I did, I did give you an example. So like if they tear the wall down to put in the shower and then redo the flooring and then they're going to take out the toilet and they'll forget to turn off the water and then the water will get all over and then it'll flood the, you know, the bedroom and then it'll go down in the basement and then my cats will be like what's all the water coming from and then they won't be able to swim and then they'll get drowned and then the window will break the, that goes in the window well and then it'll flood the backyard which will fill up the pond which will then flood everybody else and then the gooses won't be able to have babies and then the ducks will, will be dead because they went out in the middle of the road because they don't like the water as much as you thought they did and they got hit by the truck that was another U-Haul that was driven by this guy who wasn't paying attention and hit the car and everything else and then he left and he was just like The guy that hit me. So there you go. See, that's how crazy I can go. Okay. See? Oh my God! Toppy said, Oh my God, that's exactly how my mind works. Okay. So, see, Toppy, no wonder we get along and I love you. Okay. So there we go. So, um, so, so they tearing out the windows, the windows. And, uh, so I went into the bedroom and I just shut the door and it was warmer there. It was actually warmer in the bedroom. So, I, I was just on the computer playing the stupid games then i called my dad and i had a lovely chitty chat with him and now i just want to tell you folks that my dad is probably more of a conservative uh person when it comes to like the politicos but the thing is i just want to let you know that i'm, I'm having this conversation with him and he you know he doesn't like the clintons at all in fact when um president clinton was in office uh one my my one aunt and uncle had a relative who actually um w- worked uh, i think in one of the embassies in like Africa and if you remember years and years ago there was a bombing at one of those and unfortunately um that relative of theirs was was killed so it was very sad very tragic and uh what happened is they went to the memorial service that was in Washington DC for all the people that were had been killed. And so um, my aunt, you know, afterwards comes over and sees my mom and dad and we're all sitting there talking and visiting. And she said, oh, my God, it was so amazing because we're sitting there. And then President Clinton and Hillary Clinton uh, walked down and they were so close that I could reach out and I could touch them and I could touch their arm if I'd wanted to. And they were that close. And my dad looked at her and said, whoa, if that had been the case, didn't you just want to puke? And, you know, so you can see there's no love there. (laughs) Um, So anyway, so, you know, so that happened. And then so then today I was kind of floored when my dad said, well, I just want to let you know, Tom, that if it comes down between Trump and Hillary for president, I'm just going to have to tell you that I'm probably going to vote for. And there was this big, humongous, long pregnant pause and he goes. Hillary. And I went, and I'm on the phone. I'm like, what? (laughs) And I was like, what? And so I was just really floored. And then normally my dad and I do not talk politics because normally we don't agree on a lot of things. So I thought, you know, it's a safe topic to avoid. And he was the one that brought all this stuff up. And he was telling me about how Kasich and Cruz made this agreement that Kasich was gonna be in Indiana. And then hopefully Cruz would beat Trump. And then if uh, they put a hold on Trump winning Indiana and maybe California, then what'll happen is that it'll keep Trump from getting the nomination. And then Cruz is not gonna be part of a couple of West states. And so it was just going on. I did not hear anything about that and i was like what and so i'm on the ipad and i'm looking this up as we're talking i'm like oh my god dad i had no idea about this because normally with the political stuff i like i try to keep up with everything and i don't know how i missed that and uh, hillary was in mishawaka today which is like 15 20 minutes she went to a the am general plant where they make the um the hummers um and no, they're not blowjobs. Okay, they don't make blowjobs out of factory. They make these big gas guzzling vehicles. Okay, so there oh you go. So uh, so she went there today, and I should have recorded the news, um, but I didn't. And then Ted Cruz is going to be here in on Thursday. So yay! And I saw two Ted Cruz commercials the other day, and it was awful. Made me want to vomit. And. Uh, no, it was not Benghazi. Okay, attention, up. I, no, 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 that's something. Uh, and he forgot on the cat since the mofo. What? Okay, I don't know what I'm doing. Anyway, so, so I was had a good chat with my dad, and then the other. See, now this is another thing that's really fun. Is see, when I was growing up, my dad was one of these people that his anger would come out, and he would be a little on the. He would not be like physical at all, but he would be very verbal, and like he would yell at my mom. He'd yell at the kids. He would just. I mean, his bark was worse than his bite. But he, he at that time, when that time he was really very, you know, sometimes. And the funny thing is, so here I am telling my dad about the work. Telling about the vehicle, telling about the you know the hit and run, tell about dealing with insurance, how they didn't fill out the police report right. I don't have the guy's name, I can't do anything until they do. And I'm getting all this run around. And he goes, Well Tom, you just gotta take it easy, just take a deep breath, you just gotta calm down. You know, you gotta not get yourself all worked up. It's just And he's like he's like laughing to the side And I'm like, you know, and I'm Like, okay, kettle, black. (laughs) But I didn't, you know, I didn't say anything. I didn't, I was just like, okay, dad. So I don't know, as he got older, he got mellower. I don't know. But it's just funny how he was then and how he is now. And here he is giving me advice about not being upset and angry. So I just thought it was kind of interesting. Okay. Okay. So, um, so anyway, so it was just, uh, it was a little cry type. So, but we ended with the call. But, and I told him a couple of bad jokes. You know, I told him the pun about the guy that drank brake fluid and, uh, and that he could stop at any time. You know, he laughed at that. He thought that was crazy, but he thought it was funny. Uh, and then my cousin, he told me about my cousin is getting married for the fourth time, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this weekend. So uh, happy news for him and uh so my dad's supposed to get back with me with that information and then i'm gonna be able to i don't know i probably will go so so that's what's going on so then you know i'm waiting i don't hear anything and then also during the day today um and now this this no see i already had a stressful weekend i already had a crazy monday i'm you know not been sleeping well and so you know so today i was like i said i was just taking it easy and i was laying on the bed and I was looking... And the number one thing I look at is I look at Facebook all the time. And all of a sudden, I get to this part on, you know, and they had... you So, like, for example, if... Let's say if Toppy and I went and had lunch. And so we're sitting there having lunch and I would post on Facebook, having lunch with Toppy Smelly at blah, blah, blah place. So let's say if we went to some fancy steakhouse and I was buying him dinner, you know, whatever he wanted. And so I would say... Uh dinner with toppy at blah blah blah, having a great meal, having a great time, which I would love to do uh with Toppy because he's an amazing guy, and I love him one 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 and uh so then people would see, "Oh wow, Tom and Toppy had dinner, you know, and everybody's gonna like it and they' go, ooh, and then we could post all the pictures of all the food and they'd be all jealous, and then we have the real fancy dessert and everybody like, oh, wow, you know, and so that's what Facebook, of course, is all about, you know people tag each other well all of a sudden. And, you know, this is a friend of mine, and uh, her name is Tracy. And all of a sudden, there's this other person, I think her name was Tracy. And it says, Tracy is with this Tracy. And then all of a sudden, I am started reading. And I thought what happened was that both of them, the two Tracys, had to go to a, like, a funeral for this other person. And I'm like, oh, that's really sad. And I said, I need to get a hold of Tracy and, and tell her how sorry I am. So what I did is I clicked on her name, went to her page. And then all of a sudden I'm seeing all these posts, posts, post, posts, and they're all people putting like tributes on her page. So, and I'm sitting there and I'm reading this and I realize that it was my friend Tracy. And so I'm going to her page and I'm reading and they said the service and I'm looking at her obituary, obituary. She's 30. She was only 32 years old and they did not explain anything about what happened. And I'm sitting there and I am losing it. And I, I just started crying again because the the thing was that I just went, Roger and I went last month to go see Elton John. And my friend Tracy was a big Elton John fan. You know, she's been listening to my show. She listens to a bunch of other podcasts and all of a sudden, you know, and I had communicated with her right after the show. I said, Oh my God, the concert was amazing. It was two and a half hours. And she's like, Oh my God, I'm so jealous. You know, and I sent her pictures and I, um, and I kind of sort of maybe recorded something, but I sent some things to her, and, and I found some other Elton John um, songs that were on this Elton John page, and I sent them to her, and and so we've been communicating, and, and see, a little while ago, she knew that I was a big Elton John fan, so she actually said, what's, what's your address? And she sent me a bunch of, uh cds that she had that were elton and there was some stuff that i had never heard before and and so it was just really sweet that she went out of her way to do that and so we're we're constantly talking and then when i was in louisville area i'd called her because she lived in louisville and i was going to meet her one time but unfortunately uh she had a change in work so she couldn't so i was really looking forward to meet her and we always talk on facebook and all this stuff and so to find out that that she had passed away. And I don't, I didn't know what happened. And I found out later, um, that she ended up having, uh, problems with pneumonia and it caused some issues with her heart and they tried to revive her and they couldn't do anything. And so she passed away. It was just, and so there I am in my bedroom and I am bawling again. And I, it was just, It was just really awful. I just felt so bad for her and her family and her friends. She was so young and she had this dog and she loved that dog to to pieces. And, you know, and the the thing was that she had had some things in her life that was having some issues. But the thing is that she was getting her feet back on the ground. She was trying to do just like I was with my mom and work and all this stuff. Just trying to get back to normal. And it it just was really, really, really sad. And so um, after I calmed down, then I... I I found a picture on her page and I put a post on my page and I said I just want to you know I just you know I just remembered all the good things about her and how her she loved Elton John and I said I said I uh, one of the things was her love of music and that she and I both loved Elton and uh, and I and I wrote I just want to offer my sincere sympathies sympath- sympathies to her family and her friends over the, during this tough time. And, and then a couple of the family members, cause you know, it, it, I tagged her name on it. And so it went on her page. Well, then some of her family said, thank you, Thomas. And so, um, so I just can't imagine what the family's going through. So it was just really, really, really rough. And so it, 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 it did not help the mood that I was already in. So, so today and yesterday was really, really rough. And so, but as I look back and, you know, in the big picture thing, yes, it's a pain in the ass. Yes, your vehicle's damaged. Yes, you're gonna have to deal with insurance. You're gonna have to deal with the police. You're gonna have to do all this stuff. You're gonna have to go. There. But the bottom line is that I'm okay. You know, the you know, it's not like the situation with Tracy. You know, no, you know, nobody died over this. But it's just an inconvenience. But the thing is that uh, I would much rather deal with a hit and run than to deal with another loss to somebody. So it, it's just it was just really, really rough. So I'm just, you know, I, as much as I hate what this is going on and dealing with all this crap, but the bottom line is that again, we have to look at the big picture. You got to look at the thing and just be appreciative of the good things that you have. And, um, you know, and that's, that's the bottom line. And so that's what I'm, you know, trying to do. And, uh, and, you know, and it's, you know, I'll have to deal with the, all the crap probably tomorrow. I'll probably find out what's going on. Hopefully get the vehicle in, but it'll probably have to be next week and then I have to get a rental car and all this other crap. So, you know, so that's basically what happened. And then, uh, tonight, you know, Roger came home and he's like, Ooh, look at the windows and the door. And I said, I'm not gonna say anything. I'm not gonna say anything. I'm not gonna say anything. And, uh, and he goes, but you're saying something. So it was kind of, ha, ha, ha. And then we had dinner, and then we just stayed and watched some television. And then we were watching the show called The Catch on ABC, and I was, like, getting really sleepy. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do my show. I'm really sleepy. So I, so here I am doing my show. So... <laughs> um Toppy said, yeah, I'm having lunch with Tom. Uh, and then Mib said, mm, blah, blah, my favorite restaurant. What? Uh, and then Toppy said, good place to end in your head, Tom. Smiley face. And Toppy said, Winders. He likes Winders. Okay, we have two Mibs now. I don't know who you Mibs people is, but you need to put in your real name or tell me who you are so I know who you are. So... So there you go. So... um. Oh, I do want to give you an update on the David and Paul uh, issue. Um, I, I've been, you know, texting with David every now, off and on, and uh, and, it, and ladies and gentlemen, it's actually been seven days since all this sadness for them happened, and uh, so and as many people know that Ed and I had talked about, and we did set up a GoFundMe page for for those two. And I'm happy to say, and and I just want to let you know, in, in case you haven't seen it on David and Paul's place, but they are super duper duper um, uh, appreciative of everybody's generosity. In fact, uh, we put a goal of five thousand dollars, and it's now exceeding that. It's at fifty seven ninety, so that is really awesome. So it's seventy people had donated in the past seven days. So, uh, I just wanted to let you know. Um, so it was, it was, um, really cool. So we just want to say thank to everyone who has, uh, contributed and, uh, contributed to And, uh, even I see that Toppy did as well. So awesome to Toppy. And then there's a whole bunch of other people like Jay, uh, George, a bunch of non anonymous people. um, you know, there's a whole long list. And if you go to the GoFundMe page, you can see. And uh, and that's really awesome. So I just want to say thank you to all of you who did this because it's definitely going to help um, those two get back on their feet. And uh, I, I was told that over the weekend they were looking at new apartments and uh, trying to get stuff. Uh, and then they were getting clothes and stuff donated to them. And then they're going to use this money to help, you know, probably get their you know, get the place and, you know, get, you know, obviously they're going to have to get furniture and, and stuff. So if you have not made a donation yet, I definitely would recommend that you do so. Um, all you got to do is go to fund, gofundme.com backslash W H Z Z D M P Y. And it'll go right to the page. If you want to, you can also go to my page or go, it's all about me, or you can go to my Twitter page or Ed and Mark's uh, Twitter page, which is about me podcast. And, uh, you can find all the links there. Or if you want a private message, to me, I can send it to you, um, if you'd like, um, but uh, definitely would appreciate anything that you. And all the money is going to go directly to them. They're going to be able to do whatever they need to get back on the feet. And so I just want to say uh, again, thank you to all of you who who who's donated because that's that's awesome. And uh, so it's good. Good, good, good. So it's good. So um, so basically that's what's been going on since I last chitty chatted with you. Um, and so. That's what we're doing. So, I got another seven minutes to go, and then I'm going to go because I want to go to sleepy poops because I'm, I'm, I'm tired. So, um, so anyway, so the last few days have been rather icky, but I'm, I'll be happy when the things get, uh, going. Oh, I, I forgot to mention the, um, thing I wanted to talk about earlier about Target real quick. Um, I don't know if you heard about this, but, uh, Target had announced that, um, that they were going to... Um, here, let me... Oh, I got to stop this video. But it basically said that Target announced that uh, they're going to have a transgender-friendly bathroom policy. And uh, there's a um, conservative Christian activist organization that says that they've racked up 675,000 online signatures promising to boycott Target. Uh, for their um, transgender-friendly bathroom policy. And it says, amid a wave of controversy in the communities across the United States over bathrooms and gender identity, Target made it clear in a blog post last week that the company's stated policy to allow transgender team members and guests to use the bathroom or fitting room a facility that corresponds with their gender identity. And then in the response, American Family Association, which regularly organizes protests in defense of what the organization deems traditional family values, spearheaded a boycott that will quickly become one of the organization's most successful protest actions to date. Arguing that the policy means that a woman can simply say, oh, I feel like a woman today and enters a woman's bathroom, even if young girls or women are already in there. The FAA believes Target's dangerous new policy poses dangers to wives and daughters. But the thing is, folks, you know, at my local Target, if I walked in... To go to the bathroom, there is a men's and there's a woman's, and then they have a family one. Because I can't tell you how many times I have gone into the men's room to to go to the bathroom, and a father will come out of the stall with a little girl, and you know, and there's guys stand at the urinals, there's guys in the you know the stalls, and they're doing their business, and. You know, and, you know, and I, I would feel maybe a little uncomfortable for that little girl if she happened to look and there's a guy, standing at the Arnold taking a piss, you know, that she doesn't need to see that. Um, same thing if it was a mother with a little boy, you know, um, if they're in the women's restroom or, you know, that's what the point of the, the family restroom is for. So that, so like if a father had a child, a daughter, and he needed to change your diaper or whatever, then he's going to have to go to the men's room and if they don't have a family's room. So it's just crazy. So basically what happened is, I uh, no, this, I thought this was interesting. It says it's impossible to see or say how many of these boycotters were actually Target shoppers in the first place. Market researchers noted that conservatives tend to prefer Walmart over stores like Target and Whole Foods. They do so for a variety of reasons, including the simple fact that Walmart has a large apprentice, print, presence. I cannot kind of thought, and the states that skew Republican. And it says, we certainly respect there are a wide variety of perspectives and opinions. Target spokeswoman Molly Snyder said in response to the boycott threats as a company that firmly stands behind what it means to offer our team an inclusive place to work and our guests an inclusive place to shop. We continue to believe that this is the right thing for Target. So more than likely this American family thing and that women's one that, you know, they're all full of poop. And, you know, so I just think that if anything, they should have the men's woman and they should have a family bathroom. But then I heard from some transgender people that they feel that if they had a family restroom that they could go to, then it's basically, you know, not right, not fair to them. So, so I don't know. It's a very interesting topic. And then of course, the things going on with North Carolina that, you know, they passed basically the same thing. And, uh, and now there's a lot of big name companies like Pepsi and all these other companies are saying that they, uh, that they want they want that stopped and they want it ended. And so it's going to be, you know, interesting to see how it all plays out. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, Toppy Road. Remember, those of us outside the heterosexual norm, all we want to do is get your hands on your children. Right. No. Uh, Yaz Mamadou says, I'm ashamed that my state passed such a horrible and closed-minded law. Yeah, it's awful um toppy says i remember back in the day in the 1970s they called it unisex nobody had problems with unisex or hell whatever and you know so i just think it's important that we all need to respect who we are what we do and uh you know and i don't know it's just crazy it's just crazy so um so anyway so basically that's what's been going on but I had to tell you, Monday was like 77 degrees. Today was like 40-something. It was cold. It was cold. And I thought, oh, well, it'll get warmed up. It'll be like in the 60s. No, it didn't even get 50. And then also last night when uh, I went to bed uh, and Roger went to bed, he you know he went to bed early last night. And and then I went to bed. And all of a sudden, just as i getting ready to go to bed, all of a sudden this very loud, very powerful... Uh, storm came through and we had lightning and the rain was just pouring down i was like oh great we're gonna get water in the window well thing again and and then all of a sudden the lightning was like i mean it was just lightning and thundering it was just the lighting the lights the light from the lightning was like coming through the blinds that were closed and it was just it was like jarring and then I'm just laying there, and, I'm, and then Roger started moving, and I said, oh, I hope I didn't wake you up. And he goes, no, you didn't wake me up. The storm did. So we're just laying there, and we're talking, and the, it's just getting louder and louder and louder and louder. And then all of a sudden, we hear hail starts falling. He goes, oh, great, hail now. And because his vehicle was out in the, on the road um and mine was in the garage and normally he puts it in the driveway but it's not covered so but when we went out his car wasn't damaged or anything but but he goes oh great the hail but then it, it then it started to slow down a little bit and but there was a very fast moving storm whatever it was but it was really 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 intense and it was like really loud and I uh, did it scare the kitties? No, it really scared me. <laughs> I, th- I need my thunder body. Fuck you, thunder. Okay, what movie is that from? Okay, anyway, so there we go. I, uh, oh, I forgot to do the traditional. Hello, yes, Mama G. So, hi, Yassi. So, um, anyway, so that's what happened. Oh, my God, folks, it's now 10 o'clock. Guess what that means? That means I'm gonna go bye bye because I'm tired and I'm gonna go save. Okay, so there we go. Aren't you excited? Okay, so do me a favor um, go to. RambleRedhead.com and don't leave a comment about this episode or any others because that's exactly what you've been doing uh you cannot pick up the phone and call me at 574-807-9171 because no one's been doing that you can also add me as a friend on facebook and twitter under the name of ramble Redhead, but you don't want to do that that would be awful and then uh if you'd like to not send me an email you could not send me an email at ramble at gmail.com that would be you know awful if you did that'd be just Awful if you would bother to send me an email. That would be just awful. So don't do that. Just don't do it. Okay? Um so don't. Just don't do it. Um there you go. La 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 la, 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 la. And then uh Yasmov yeah, said, It's okay, you're not a scaredy cat. And then Topy said, Thanks for the little shoe. Little shoo There we go. And then let's say winders. See Winders indoors. Durr. You know like when someone says something really stupid and you're like durr. Well that's how I say it. Durr, durr, durr. So once all the window all the windows and the doll get done, I'll take some pictures and put it on my fi- Facebook page. pipe. Okay. Winders, winders. Okay. So okay, just remember one thing folks. If anything I want you to do is just call, go see, uh call your family members and uh, your brothers and sisters, whatever you at. And then call your friends and go see them if you can um, and your parental units and just go call them. If anything, call them. If you can't see them right away, call them. If you can't see them, go see them. Just give them a big hug. Tell them you love them. Because as we learned very quickly with my friend Tracy, that life is too fucking short. And so you need to make sure you tell the people that you care about that you love them and that's very very important um and the other thing is like my dad said don't let the little things get you just oh and i was watching the show blue bloods today and they said oh the way to be calm is that you take a deep breath and as you do it it takes four seconds and then you hold it for four seconds and then you release it in four seconds and it'll make you really calm and then the funny thing, the guy says this to Tom Selleck because he's really, Tom Selleck is very pissed off about something. And he goes, yeah, if you, you just take in a deep breath and hold it for four seconds or take four seconds to do that and you hold it for four seconds and then you let it out, it's a real calming effect. And then uh, no one said a word. And then he goes, for some people. <laughs> so it was kind of fun. Okay. Mm. Uh, did the hail hit the roof? The roof? Yep, it did. It hit everything. It hit the grass. It hit the trees. It hit the cars. It hit the roofs. And uh, imagine all the birds and the ducks and the geese going, "Fuck us, hearts." Okay, so there we go. Toppy, you're silly. You did not understand what she's writing. Are you drunk? Okay. So, um, anyway, and I don't know where Crone went, but bye Crone, I love you, and uh, all that good stuff. So, anyway, I wish y'all the best, and remember to have a good one, and remember Crazy Redhead from Indiana, I and, uh, so I wish y'all the best. Okay, so I'll be back next Tuesday, hopefully, knock on wood, and, uh, you guys all be good, take care, and have a wonderful, wonderful day. Okay, all right, bye, 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 bye.